You're now listening to the Boys in the Booth podcast with your hosts, Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the Boys in the Booth podcast. Let us explain All-Star Weekend. Uh, Chad here flying solo for this episode. Uh, I pitched this idea to the guys for, uh, you know, our, our typical Monday episodes, but it wasn't something that we thought we could get a full episode out of. Just I had a few thoughts and, and I wanted to share them. So here you go. You get two episodes this week. So uh, be thankful for that. Um so, so here we go. I wanted to talk about the, the NHL All-Star game and the reasons why it sucks. And uh, I have a couple suggestions on how to make it better. So let's get right into it without further ado. So to begin the conversation about the NHL All-Star Weekend, I just want to start by saying that um, literally nobody watches this stuff. Like nobody cares anymore about NHL All-Star Weekend. And that's a serious, serious problem uh, for the NHL and growing the game. So obviously, if you're listening to this, you know that myself, along with Casey and Harper, we host a hockey podcast where we release episodes every Monday. And uh, that's just something we do because we're massive fans of the games. You know, we're the types of fans that, uh, you know, we play fantasy hockey. We love advanced analytics, unless you're Harper. He's more of an eye test guy, but still a massive fan. Uh, We watch a shit ton of games. We know the line combinations of our favorite teams. Um, we bet on games, etc., etc. We're the hardcore fans, right? So it shouldn't be a, a problem to get us to watch this. Um, but we didn't. None of us did. Like we weren't interested in it, and that's a serious, serious problem. So if the NHL can't get extreme hardcore fans like us to even tune in to their All Star Weekend, how the hell are they going to get the more casual fans to tune in? Um, you know, to to entice them. The, the answer is they're not, because the casual fan, uh, like us, doesn't give a shit about this weekend because it means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. That's why no one watches it. It's gimmicky. It, it's just not good at all. And let's be honest, a bad NHL All-Star weekend is bad for the NHL, and it's bad for growing the game. So that's something that needs to be addressed right away it's a problem that nobody watches because it sucks so let's talk about a couple reasons uh i i guess why it sucks and uh, a couple ways to fix that so here we go reason number one why the nhl all-star weekend sucks as i've already kind of touched on is that it means literally nothing so there's a player from each team who gets selected to participate in in the all-star weekend which right out of the gate like that is stupid why is a player from each team being represented i understand that you know you want every jersey there you want each fan base to have a guy they're kind of rooting for but at the same time it makes it so meaningless because it might be you know you might be the player who's selected to the all-star game you know say you're a clayton keller for example out of arizona 
But at the same time, if you're that player, aren't you thinking like, okay, there's a million other players in the league who have had better seasons than I have. Like, you know, it it just it doesn't feel like an accomplishment when you're the best player on your team when your team sucks. Do you know? Do you guys know what I'm trying to say here? I think Carlo Koliakovo put it best on this point, and so I'll read the tweet that he had uh, the other day. Carlo just said, I'm not a fan of having every team represented at the All-Star Game. It's called the All-Star Game, not the All-Team Game for a reason. Put the star players of the league in a game and play best on best. And I totally agree with Carlo on that one. I'm not uh, one to say that I often agree with Carlo on on a lot of things, but for this one, I, I definitely do. And I wholeheartedly agree that if you want it to mean something, you have to pick the best players. And a way to do that is to have the NHL writers vote on which players deserve to be there. And you can keep it structured. You know, you can select a, a, a fixed amount of defensemen, a fixed amount of forwards, fixed amount of goalies, but choose the best. Because if you're not choosing the best, what the hell are you doing? So first of all, make it mean something. Because if it doesn't, then what the hell are we doing, NHL? Come on. I'm just looking at the rosters and I can think of plenty of players who are probably the best on their team right now, but just aren't like in a, in a world where the best players get selected, they wouldn't be is what I'm trying to say. So I named Clayton Keller. Uh, there's another guy, Rasmus Dallin. The guy is filthy. He's having a great year, but not compared to a lot of other defensemen in the NHL. Um, you know, there's Nick Suzuki. He's playing on an abysmal Montreal team. He probably shouldn't be there. Jordan Eberle, uh, you know, Adrian Kempe. Like, the, these guys probably shouldn't be there. And I'm not saying they're bad players. They're just not the best of the best this season. And that's what we want to see, isn't it? So, another guy is Adam Pellage, by the way. And, and it's like, Adam Pellage is a hell of a defenseman, but... He's good because he plays defense, you know, like he blocks shots and he hits and like plays a nasty game out front of the net. But do you think that makes him an all-star? I don't know, man. To me, it's just weird. Like I think about the amount of players who could be in this game. And, And number one, first guy who comes to mind who actually did get selected to the game, but it was because he was the last guy in is Nazem Kadri. Like, are you kidding me? Nas, I think he was ranked or, or he was third or fourth in scoring at the time that these uh, these teams were released and he wasn't on one. And it's like, how can you truly like, how can you honestly say that Nazem Kadri isn't an all star right off the bat? Like to me, that's absolutely ludicrous. There's a handful of other guys in here who you can say were snubs, right? Like there's the Brad Marchands of the world. Uh, he was snubbed this year. Miko Rantanen. Rantanen's having a phenomenal season this year and he wasn't selected. Um, Aaron Eckblad, again, like could be a Norse Trophy finalist uh, or at least a, a candidate or receives some votes. Um, Jacob Markstrom, same thing can be said with him in the Vesna and Shesterkin as well. Igor Shesterkin was not selected to play in, in the All-Star game or participate in the All-Star weekend. What the hell is up with that? Shesterkin might be the second best goalie in the entire NHL. Like he's that good and and he wasn't selected. And then, you know, there, there's the Chris Letangs of the world not selected. Uh, Morgan Riley. 
nearly a point per game defenseman. He is a point per game since signing his uh, long-term contract with the Leafs, not selected. William Nylander having an incredible season this year. Again, another player who's a point per game, not selected because two other players from his team were already selected. So to me, if you want to make the game mean something, you have to pick the best players in the league. Because let's not forget, you know, you've, you've had an argument over a beer with a buddy before, right, about hockey, because we all have. And it always comes up, you know, um, oh, this guy has this hardware, this guy has a cup, this guy has a rocket trophy, whatever, so this guy's better, etc. Something else that always comes up is, uh, you know, eight-time uh, all-star appearances or, or whatever, right? That means something, or at least it used to, um, and, and I think it should, because if you're selected by the hockey writers, and that's my, my proposed method to be select by the, selected by the hockey writers, if you're selected by them as one of the best players in the entire league, then, then that should mean something, and that should go you know, on, on your hockey resume, as they say, so... And the next way I think that the NHL could improve the All-Star Weekend is improving the uh, All-Star Skills competition because, oh my God, that is so bad. I understand that that the NHL wants, um, you know, creativity and they want to put on a show and, and they like the gimmicky stuff because it, it supposedly gets people watching. But when I watch that stuff, I just think to myself like what is going on why aren't the skills that these players have being portrayed at the skills competition so let me be clear i don't have a problem with the goal that uh zegris scored i thought that was great you know i don't have a problem with guys getting dressed up and doing silly things in in the in the shootout but Again, it's another thing that means absolutely nothing because you can think about all of the players in the league who might have better skills than the uh, you know X amount of players who got selected to play in the all-star game, but you'll never be able to showcase them because they might not quite be good enough to be considered a, a league-wide all-star. But they might just have incredible, uh, you know, individual skills. So a, a few off the top that I can think of is obviously number one, Zdeno Chara for for hardest shot. That makes total sense, right? You've got guys like uh, I believe Timo Meyer was included in the hardest shot competition this year, and like fair enough, Timo's got a, an absolute wicked shot, but he's not Zdeno Chara, you know, and, and he can't compete with those guys. So get the best players who have these individual skills at this skills competition because at the end of the day that's what you want you want to show off the absolute best skills among guys playing in the nhl and like hardest shot sticking with that another example is martin Furk in the ahl a couple years ago he wired a slap shot of of nearly 110 miles an hour i believe he has the the fastest slap shot the hardest slap shot uh, ever recorded. At, I think it was 109.2 or something like that. You know, if that guy plays a, a minimum number of NHL games in a season or whatever, include him, bring him, like show off these incredible skills. Um, another one that comes to mind is Barzell for fastest skater. Like you're telling me that you're not allowing the NHL's fastest skater to defend his title 
because he wasn't selected to the all-star game because you know he isn't a point per game player this year or whatever like to me that just makes absolutely no sense another guy and a bit of leafs bias here um but uh, but i think it's true another guy that could be thrown into fastest skaters Ilya mikhaev I mean, I know you have to turn in the the fastest skater competition, and Mikheyev is is a bullet in a straight line. But you know, you got to include these guys. I think it would be great for the game because, again, if we're having a skills competition to show off the NHL's greatest skilled players at their individual skill, and we're not bringing those guys who are the most skilled at that individual skill, then what the hell are we doing? What the hell are we doing? So these two points, you know, getting the best players for the game, regardless of of how many teams are represented. And the second point that I just went over, you know, getting the best skilled players for the individual skills uh, for the competition. These two points both go towards, you know, making this weekend mean something, because right now it sure as shit doesn't mean a thing. And, and that's something that uh, we can be definitive about. So guys, that was a bit of a rant. And, uh, you know, I only did this episode to rant, so I'm not going to apologize. Um, but like this weekend has been no good for a long time. And uh, because Casey isn't on this episode, I'll, I'll suggest his idea of what the NHL should do for this All-Star weekend. He says that they should alternate every other year one year you do the nhl all-star skills and uh games the following year you do a world uh, hockey championship and you get the best players available represented uh, to represent their individual countries and then you play a tournament just like they did back in 2016 and just like they're doing in 2023 i believe it was announced or maybe 2024 i'd have to check that but uh either way look like that would be more fun Maybe in, in case I agree with you here, that would be more fun maybe than uh, whatever the hell this all-star weekend has turned into and what it is now. So that's a good suggestion. I could see that. Another one is maybe going back to the, uh, you know, uh, world versus North American for the all-star game. That would be cool as well because the, the you know, players around the world who, who have come from Europe uh, have changed the game of hockey, especially over the last you know decade or so, as different countries become better and better at the sport. You know, I'm looking at a Finland who used to be a complete underdog at uh, every international internationally played tournament, but now they're they're like a powerhouse. So maybe we could do that: North American versus World, something, something different, because this stale format. Uh, it is just it's just that it's stale it's boring nobody watches it doesn't mean anything so yeah those are my thoughts okay i'm done now thanks guys for listening uh to this let us explain episode of the podcast i believe it's the 12th installment of uh let us explain this time talking about the nhl all-star weekend uh let us know dm us on instagram if you feel similarly or differently uh we're always up to chat about uh things like this so again thanks so much for listening and uh, we'll be back for a regularly scheduled monday evening episode uh this week cheers This has been another episode of Boys in the Booth with Harper Cody, Chad Melbourne, and Casey Abrams. New episodes every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
Connect with the Boys in the Booth on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Boys in the Booth. Visit boysinthebooth.com for show details. And don't forget, you can become a patron of the podcast for just $1 a month at www.patron.com slash boysinthebooth. 